The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> well then, this is the Homance Chronicles, and I am Sarah. And I'm Cole. And no guest today. Just us. <laughs> Nicole's running on just little bits of fuel and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, over the weekend, I slept great. I mean, you would have thought I was a teenager because I didn't even get up to go pee or anything. And I was out for like 10 hours, 11 hours solid. That's so lucky. You have no idea how jealous I am of that. I know. Well, I think I'm making up for lost time because um, with Gia, I was up like pretty much every night around three o'clock in the morning to let her out because of the kidney disease for a solid like year and a half. So I think I'm catching up. (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair point. (laughs) You're definitely catching up. Yep. Yeah. So over the weekend, I don't know. I was just really tucked in there. Really cozy. <laughs> Flitteral time snug is, as a bug in a rug. <laughs> yeah. Time just escaped me. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's Monday again. Oh, mm-hmm. I have to get up to a alarm again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Well, that's ex- well, hey, I'm really glad you were able to go ahead and do all that for yourself. Self-love oh. right there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was, I was actually pretty productive over the weekend in addition to my sleeping. So it felt like a real, like all-star pet on the back type situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I like that lens you're putting on it. That's the valid Mm -hmm. lens. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. My weekend, like so I'm on vacation now, right? And I'm really excited for my days to start blending. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. But so we made like a big pot of soup, like a big pot of soup. And I didn't need to make that big of a pot of soup because now we're sick of it and we still have a bunch left. So now I have to freeze all this soup and figure out what the fuck else to make for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Monday problem now and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad of a problem. I I hate when I have to make like such large amounts of things because it's only me. So like you can never find a recipe for soup for one person or even for two people. Like you have to go into it knowing that there's going to be a saving situation or you're going to have to like hand some out or something. Yeah. And I'm not handing out soup. Who does that? Who hands out soup? So I'm going to go ahead and freeze it. I see your mom or something. Like, Look what I brought you. Yeah, I could do that. But, you know, they make a bunch of food anyway over there. So it's like, I don't know. I'll just freeze it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll go back to it one day. Always. Oh, probably in like next month. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. We've got a hoe of history today. Oh, I'm so excited. I love when you do hoes of history. Thank you. No, no, thank you. (laughs) I um, had chosen various hoes to cover. And, you know, when I went to go do the actual work yesterday for this, I was like, do I want to switch hoes? 
because this house got some serious history. I don't know if I have time for all of this. Like her, her history runs deep. So, okay. Is this going to be like a two-parter? Cause or are you just going to, I'm, I am so excited. I can't, and my cat's no. blasting me. <laughs> yeah. August is real distracting. Sorry. Um, no, it should not be a two-parter, but there's going to be a lot of summarization and skipping. <laughs> that's fair. That's I totally may valid. not know answers to your questions. There might oh, be some fine. live Googling. <laughs> that's totally fine and understandable. Sorry. Sorry for this. He just keeps getting caught on my shirt. <laughs> oh my God. Cats. Ugh. cats. There are, I know you want one next. I know you do. No, sure don't. Mom, look I at had all the a cat before. I had a cat before for a long time, actually. I don't mind cats, but no. 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 <laughs> no. Fair. Which is so, it's strange to me because I feel as though, like, at your heart, you are a cat lady. Mm. Because you like to hang out and take naps and, you know, just chill and just casually ignore people until you're ready to pay attention to them so like in essence maybe I just see you as a cat I mean Gia was kind of a cat in a dog body 100% but still I don't know if I was gonna get a cat it would have to be a boy cat because the girl cats are so mean no they just they bond to one person so that's you (laughs) Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I always feel like boy cats, even boy puppies are usually more like cuddly. Oh yeah. Boy cats are hundred percent more cuddly. Yeah. That's yeah. why I ha- call him uncle cuddles. He's inappropriately cuddly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dark sided nickname. Look at him. Yeah. Oh my All right. goodness. All right. So let's get into this since I've got yeah. a lot of background here to go through. <laughs> so I'm doing Mary the first of England. Or Mary One, also known as Mary Tudor, also known as AKA. Bloody Mary. Oh, aka, aka. <laughs> buried the lead on this one. I was not prepared. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Let it rip. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put my shit on mute so I don't fuck it up. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so Mary was born on February 18th. 1516. Yes, we are going back to 1516. Good Lord. When did they invent fire again? (laughs) (laughs) And I know, honestly, as I was reading this, I was like, how is there so much information? But yeah, like, but then I forget it's not caveman times. I mean, there are, there's, they had castles and shit. They were communicating and they had well, Yeah, there was there was reading and writing in different languages and all right. of that. Red Robin or but writing it's still Brad, like the Robin the, Hood. <laughs> I was like Red Robin, you want it? Bottomless fries. <laughs> oh, Robin Hood, my little dyslexic brain hasn't had the intellect side dirt on yet today. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but yeah, so there was writing and everything and, and I'm sure diary keeping and whatnot, but that means that it had to make it through 
some shit. Floods and wars and fires and stealing and anything possible. And like old school photoshopping, aka just ripping pages out and writing new ones. <laughs> oh, Mary was Queen of England and Ireland from July 1553 and Queen of Spain from January 1556. And just so her. Sorry, when was the Princess Bride? That's because, like, all I can envision is this movie while you tell me this story. When was it supposed to take in place? Yeah. I'm not sure, but that movie's in the 80s. <laughs> I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> I'm asking when the movie was supposed to be taking place because I'm just envisioning as you wish when you tell me the story already. I don't, I don't remember. Um, so she died in 1558. So she only ruled for five years. Um. And so she was actually the only child of King Henry VIII and his first wife, wife, Catherine of Aragon, to survive infancy. So Catherine had a bunch of issues with miscarriages and stillborns. So um, she ended up being the only child of the first wife. And obviously she's not a, a boy. So we know that there's going to be problems. Yeah, we got issues. <laughs> so now I'm thinking like, okay, was it incest that they didn't survive? Is that why? Or is it? <laughs> no, no, not, not in this case. Okay. I, I must, I'm, I'm guessing Catherine must have had um, uh, like endometriosis or fibroids or something that was you know not diagnosable at that time going on because mm -hmm. we talk about mary also having issues later oh, okay okay so i'm assuming that there was something hereditary hereditary that was passed down some medical stuff yeah yes um so Mary was baptized into the Catholic faith and her confirmation was conducted immediately after her baptism. So this like she, place, she was an old, she was an old person at this point, right? Not old person, but she was older. No, they confirmed her as a baby. Yes. That's allowed. I got fucking screwed. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, this all happened within days of her being born. <laughs> feel like i got gypped i knew that this was gonna hit um something really directly into your core because there's a lot about catholicism in this story <laughs> yeah so buckle All up right. okay <laughs> so mary was considered intelligent and talented um i don't know if she would have been like considered gifted but she was mostly taught by her mother, but girls didn't really get a lot of education back then. So I don't know if she actually really was like that smart and talented or they just thought she was like, oh, my God, because she was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair. But so she put on performances for French delegation when she was only four and a half. And she could read and write Latin by age nine. Come on. 
That's impressive. Oh. Yeah. And then she'd also study French, Spanish, music, and dance. So. Okay. So she was gifted. We're going to assume so. We're going to assume so. Because also by the time that she was nine, it was apparent that Henry and Catherine weren't going to have any more children, which means no more a possibility of a boy to be an oh, heir. Oh, oh. Yeah. So. um in 1525, Henry sent Mary to the border of Wales to preside over the Council of Wales in the marches. So she was given her own court at nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch was built for this. <laughs> Which is typically reserved for the Prince of Wales. And so then they called her the Princess of Wales. Oh, is this the origin of Princess? Of Wales, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. What year mm-hmm. is it now? 15, 15, 25. Yeah. Yep. So then in 1531, she was about 15 years old and she was actually sick quite frequently with irregular menstruation and depression. And so, I mean, it, it's just kind of funny sounds like she me. was a modern day teenager a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just funny to me because they're like they meaning whoever submitted this to Wikipedia. They're like, <laughs> although it is not clear whether this was caused by stress, puberty or a more deep seated disease. And I'm like, she was sent off at nine to run her own court. Do you think maybe stress? And then she's also 15. I'm going to guess puberty at some point was playing a role in this um the recipe for disaster let's make this little girl grow up way too fast and capture all this drama and then she's not even menstruating yet so when she tries to her body's like "Eh, we're good we're all set (laughs) but because it's also interesting that they're like unsure if it's more of a deep-seated disease but then later on we'll talk about some of her issues with pregnancies Trauma. So, uh, more like drama than trauma, I think. <laughs> um, so sh- through all of this, she wasn't allowed to see her mother because Henry, her father, sent her mother to go live away from court after the Pope allowed them to get their marriage, quote unquote, annulled. So even though they were married for years and they had a child, the first pope he went to wouldn't do it. The second pope let him do it because she couldn't give him a boy. I can't. So the marriage was declared void. And Mary's going through all this and can't see her mother because now she's also considered illegitimate. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? She's illegitimate now because the mom got booted for not being able to make a baby with a dick. Oh yeah. And because Henry uh, got married to Anne Bolin and that marriage was considered valid. So now he had a valid marriage. So his child from his invalid marriage is now illegitimate. No wonder she's got underlying conditions. (laughs) 
take the, her princess title away from her because now she's not part of like royalty. She's not part of the court anymore. So now she's just the Lady Mary. Oh my God. She went from like hyper vigilant fucking royalty as a child to just lady. Yes. No. Because her line of succession that was supposed to be transferred to her from Henry was now going to be transferred to her half-sister, Elizabeth. Because Elizabeth was born to Henry and Anne, who had a valid marriage. So Elizabeth was legit. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not going to stop us. Let's keep going. Just to acknowledge that Anne was the queen or that Elizabeth was a princess, so enraged her father. Wait, you have to start over because your microphone didn't. Mary refused to acknowledge that Anne was the queen or that Elizabeth was a princess, which enraged her father. (laughs) So he was pissed off. I mean, there's a point where, like, they didn't speak for three years. So... Under all of this strain and with her movements restricted, Mary was frequently ill and the royal physician attributed this to her, they call it ill treatment, but basically her harsh treatment. Like they basically treated her like shit. Yeah. So she, her mental health took a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she had already suffered from depression previously. She was probably depressed when she was born. Let's be honest. (laughs) At this rate, these people are fucking crazy. Oh, man. It gets worse. So Mary's mother was also ill at the same time. But Mary still was not allowed to go see her. Why can't she see her if she's in? What does it matter anymore? Continue. So her mom died in 1536. And it's said that Mary was inconsolable and grieved in seclusion. As one would, I would. So now if she wasn't already depressed before, she has definitely sunken into major depression at this point. 100%. 100p. Yeah. And um, so the same year, 1536, when her mom died, also, Queen Anne did something to piss off King Henry. I'm not sure what happened, why there was a falling out. That's a whole different story. And I know that there is something dramatic. I have seen something about this before. Like, I just wasn't going to go down this side road here because there's so much content. But basically, let's just say they had a bit of a falling out. <laughs> <laughs> wife beheaded i'm i'm my mic is picking up a lot of shit again so i i kind of missed but then the, picked up at beheading so yeah so henry had his wife beheaded oh classy guy off with their heads <laughs> i just can't stop thinking about that now yep oh That's wife number two that Henry's now gone through. And their their daughter, Elizabeth, 
now was also declared illegitimate and no longer part of the succession because her mother is dead. <laughs> well, there's that. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Wait a minute. So was Mary and Elizabeth at least kind to each other? Uh, it's unclear. Cool. Keep going. Unclear. So then within two weeks of Anne's execution, we'll call it her beheading, Henry married Henry married Jane Seymour. (laughs) So we're on wife number three now. She's the one who urged her or urged Henry and Mary to make peace. Because, like I said, at this point, Mary and her father hadn't talked for three years. Right. So, Henry insisted that Mary recognize him as head of the Church of England. Because, like, there was a bunch of other stuff that went on with the Pope and yada, yada. And so then Henry basically was like, I'm ruler of all church and state. Um. And he had a bunch of other like hurtful demands like against Mary specifically. So she tried to resist that, but then basically was bullied into signing a document agreeing to everything that he wanted. Um, but once she did that, she resumed her place at court. How old is she now? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what year that happened. I'm going to say maybe in her 20s. Okay. Um, but then, you know, her father was up to his same old shit. So Henry, you know, just kept bringing the drama, more annulments, more beheadings. <laughs> Good Christ. See, this is when history becomes interesting to me all over again. Like, it's never interesting when you're looking at it from the school books side. But as soon as your best friend starts telling you about all these beheadings, you get all fucking nosy. <laughs> Need to know more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I could have went on and on about his other marriages and everything else. But like I said, this story could take like, seven days if I got into all the details so we're that yeah. we're just capturing it all as he had more annulments and more beheadings <laughs> tune in for season 37 of Mary the first <laughs> or Mary one if you will <laughs> yes it's so I mean he even he even after Mary lost her mother had her godmother who was also her governess executed on the pretext that there was a Catholic plot of conspiracy and it was in, he thought that her son was actually implicated. So not that like the woman actually did anything. It's just because she was the mom of the son who they thought might've done something. Tyrant. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, (sighs) Henry finally dies. Thank goodness. Thank fuck, man. Goodbye. Good riddance. Dies in 1547. And his son, Edward, succeeded him. 
he had Edward with Jane, maybe. Yeah, Jane, maybe. Or maybe he had it with Anne. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But anyway, so Edward succeeded Henry, but Edward was still a child. Oh, he wasn't, you know, two years old with a with a crown on his head. (laughs) Seemed to be the way they did things. It is. It is. But um, so Edward inherited a lot of power. Mary inherited a few estates, but not a lot of power. Obviously. So her ruling power was passed to a regency council (laughs) that was dominated by Protestants. Hmm. Um, and if we recall, Mary is Catholic. Right. <laughs> so the Protestants actually attempted to establish their faith throughout the country. They made up her council. Uh, so <laughs> it's just recipe for disaster right there. A hundred percent. So Mary remained faithful to Roman Catholicism and defiantly celebrated traditional mass in her own chapel. <laughs> That's called a trauma bond. <laughs> Mary just kind of kept to herself during Edward's reign. Uh, she finally did attend a reunion with Edward and Elizabeth for Christmas in 1550. At this point, though, Edward is only 13. Mary is 34. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Edward embarrasses Mary. And like reduces both of them, actually, I guess, to tears in front of the court by publicly chastising her for ignoring his laws regarding worship because he also was Protestant because Mm. King Henry became Protestant or something of that nature. So he was trying to continue the reign of his father, even though his father was Catholic originally right but then when his he took was o- a fucking mess. right right <laughs> when his father took over the church that's when it was like he tried to make it whatever he wanted to make it so i don't even know if it was really about faith or belief and just more about power i'm gonna go ahead with that one yeah um so mary and edward battled over their religious differences until Edward died in 1553. Mm-hmm. So he was only 15. Mm-hmm. He had a lung <laughs> infection. Oh, he tuberculosis. <laughs> he ate tuberculosis is what it sounded like you said. <laughs> I said, possibly tuberculosis. I mean, who knows at this point the like, kid probably didn't let anybody near him close enough to like he probably thought he knew everything and he was just a piece of shit that's all i'm gonna go with right well he didn't want the crown to go to mary because he thought she would restore catholicism and undo his and his father's reforms so he excluded her and elizabeth 
from the line of succession in his will. Sure. Sure. As one does. As one fucking does. <laughs> uh, and there was even a plan to capture Mary at one point. Um, and do what with her? So that she couldn't fight it. What are you going to lock her in the tower? They... They were trying to lure her to visit a sick family member. And oh my God. Yeah. So that someone else could take the throne instead of Mary. But she like caught on to the ruse. And so she escaped to Norfolk. Good for her. Yeah, because she's highly empathetic from all the trauma she endured, endured <laughs> when she was a fucking child. She's like, oh, I can smell something's afoot. I must vacate immediately. Yeah, exactly. So on July 9th from Norfolk, Mary wrote to the Privy Council with her orders for her proclamation as Edward's successor. Okay, so now she's just being bossy. Yes. I mean, she thinks that it's that it's her right. Kind of is it? It is though. As I know. The first child. I know. I know. Um, but God damn it, she was a lady. So <laughs> those titties. <laughs> fucking foiled all of her plans. A hundred percent. Um, and I say that, and then you're like, well, but is that the truth? Because. The next day, on July 10th, Lady Jane was proclaimed queen. Mm. So Lady Jane, I think, was Jane's daughter. I think she named her daughter after her. Probably. Um, so that only lasted two days, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mary and her supporters assembled a military force and... Um, basically took over and Jane's support collapsed. Okay. Again, all I can envision now is like Robin Hood, Ned and tights when they're all like. <laughs> That's all I can hear. Or like all I can see. <laughs> um, and so Jane was deposed on July 19th and her and some of her supporters were also imprisoned. Oh dear, that sounds terrifying. Were they locked in a tower? Yes. <laughs> I knew yes. it. I knew there was going to be a tower in this story. Yes, London Tower. Oh, 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 look at me go. Yes. So Mary triumphantly rode into London on August 3rd, 1553 on a wave of popular support. And Protestant backing. No. No? No. Oh, that's right. Roman Catholic. Correct. Yes. She's blasting through the Protestants. Got it. Yes. She's blasting through the Protestants. And then first thing she did was release the Roman Catholics from imprisonment. (laughs) Of course. Come back from this tower of doom. Huge story about who went to jail, who was released from jail. It was getting real confusing about who's the cousin of the mother of the once removed. I was like, I don't know. 
we're just going to say she released a bunch of Roman Catholics. (laughs) (laughs) I have to imagine like all of her supporters were super entwined with her and her family and like some people probably didn't even care. They were just doing it because it was like the cool thing to do. You know, I'm sure there was just a whole bunch of fucking craziness that went into it. Oh, yeah. And part of her supporters or her like military force are people who were assigned to her when she was on court. So they were like people who used to serve her already. So she grew up with these guys, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So- then now at age 37, she's switched gears and focused on finding a husband and producing oh. an heir. Okay. I'm not interested in that. I'm currently 37. So go you. She also had a lot more drama in her life than I have. Okay. Sorry. 37 is away. late though. Right. Also the times like, can she even conceive? Let's right. be honest. Right, exactly. So that's late, even for times nowadays. But back yeah, then, it was, it was 90 Day Fiance just now that had it. <laughs> this lady's 37, she's got six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <No. laughs> the the OB Jen starts asking you if you want to freeze your eggs around age 34. <gasps> I've been done a disservice. No, I oh, know I haven't. They knew I didn't want to have kids. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. My OBGYN was like, I know that you don't have children and you're not interested, but I have to ask you this because I don't want you to miss your opportunity. If you want, if you really think that you'll change your mind in the future, we have to talk about this now. Like freezing your eggs is like a thing. (laughs) No, thanks though. I feel like maybe my medical team was like, she shouldn't, we're not going to bring it up. who knows many many times that her father tried to coordinate or organize marriages for mary starting when she was like two years old of course i'm surprised she wasn't you know suited up by the time she was popped out like just into his arms it's no big deal i mean she only had one i guess contract we'll call it that was gonna see itself through but then she was deemed illegitimate and, you know, yeah, that whole deal. So Couldn't fulfill the, con- the contract, huh? Yeah. She was illegitimate as Correct. a human being. <laughs> yeah. So I just skipped over all of the potential people that she could have married, that her dad set up all of these um, contracts with that were never fulfilled. Because it's not important because she ended up marrying Prince Philip of Spain, which was semi her. I mean, it's kind of her choice. Like he was presented as an option. It was her cousin's son. Um, (laughs) So her second cousin. Um, And of course, because of the times people were not mad about him being within the family they were mad that he wasn't an Englishman oh okay it's fine that you all are related but the man speaks Spanish that's unacceptable correct 
Yes. Just different so, priorities, you know, it's fine. Yeah. So she had received a photo of him. And I guess there was like some correspondence or something. So she actually insisted on marrying him. And uh, then some insurrections broke out. Okay. <laughs> I know. There's a lot about Mary where you're like, go girl. Like you do what you want to do, you know? Right. But then we get to more of the later part of the story and you're like, oh no. Oh, you're a bad person. <laughs> uh, so I feel like their lives turn them evil. That's all I have to say. I feel like their lives just turn them evil at the end of them. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, all the power and God complex and silver spoon and drama with your family. I mean, that's a mild way of talking about your father beheading his wives. Right. <laughs> Dramatic. Mary was England's first queen, if you don't count Jane, Jane. for those couple of days. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jane. This is my crown. Yes. But under English common law, the property titles belonging to a woman become the, their husbands upon marriage. And so it was feared that any man she married would then thereby become king of England. Oh, they couldn't just change that law. So Mary changed the law. Okay, there it is, baby girl. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we have a we have a brain working. So yep. okay, good. Yep. So Mary created new laws, and uh, from what I can tell, she made things equal in their marriage, at least during her lifetime, and added some in like some contingencies for after she dies. Okay. So the people calm down a little bit. Respect. You know, but yeah, it actually was. It was like Mary of England Amendment or something is what it was called. That's so awesome. Could you imagine? <laughs> Sarah, Sarah of the Homance. This is my yeah. law. My amendment. <laughs> um, yeah. So Mary had a couple of what we'll call false pregnancies where she stopped menstruating and gained weight, which led everyone to believe she was pregnant, but then she never actually had children. Uh, that's sad. Yeah. And so there was a lot of speculation on whether this was just like a mental thing, um, you know, or maybe she yeah, was like a lack of mental health care. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, again, feeling like, a failure because she can't get pregnant. So she's yeah. like trying to convince herself that she's pregnant. Mm. Such a sad thing to think. Oh, yeah. And so no baby ever came, but all these people kept preparing for a baby. Oh, he was sad, more sad. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened a couple times. <gasps> so sad. I know. I know. Now she's bitter. Okay. So during her reign, she actually went back and declared her parents' marriage valid and abolished Edward's religious laws. 
which sounds good in theory. Um, that fucks a lot of stuff up, though. <laughs> but it's not because during her five year reign, five years, she had 280 religious nonconformists, which would be Protestants or radical Christians because they're not Catholic. Mm-hmm. Burned at the stake. Mary. We're better than this. They were called the Marian persecutions. Oh, she put it, her name on it. <laughs> oh, she did. Or if just whoever was keeping track of history and the news during that time did. Um, because she did not give herself the name Bloody Mary other people did right protestant writers at the time during her reign and since um have been referring to her as bloody mary at least by the 17th century that's like when it became regular part of the adoption of that nickname wow here it is because she killed a bunch of people who didn't follow her religion and now there's a drink called a Bloody Mary. Yeah. And I looked up that for a hot second and it's really weird. It's hard to trace the origin of the drink, but it's thought to have been concocted like in the 1930s by some bartender in Chicago or something like that. Yeah. I can't imagine that would ever like there's no internet there's no record keeping things burned down like you said it's just who knows happens happen chance that we have a little bit of record from the 30s a hundred percent and so um mary was uh, weak and ill in like 1558 um and they're assuming that it was from ovarian cysts or uterine cancer so she also could have had cysts in her stomach area, creating an illusion of a <sighs> pregnancy because cysts can get quite large. Yeah. And they would sit where a, a, baby, a would. baby would. Oh my goodness. That poor woman was probably in so much pain too. Yeah. So she died at 42 in November, 1558. Sure. During- yeah during an influenza epidemic so oh man the flu was pretty rough back then huh (laughs) well on top of what they're thinking is uterine cancer you know yeah Yeah, she was one of those immunocompromised people (laughs) (laughs) history people it repeats and repeats yep and uh so mary stated that she wanted to be married buried next to her mother but um, she was not. So oh. she was put in Westminster Abbey in a tomb, which she eventually shared with her half-sister, Elizabeth. Oh, I'm sure she's thrilled about that. Maybe that's where Bloody Mary actually came from, the angry Mary ghost who's not buried <laughs> next to her mother, who's buried next to her shitty half-sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's fucking angry. Yeah, probably. Probably. Man. But... <sighs> That was, that's my super summary synopsis of. Those are your cliff notes. Of Mary the, the yep. first. Yes. Mary one. It is. It is. That, that's probably the quickest somebody could tell that story. <laughs> probably. 
So thank you for that. Thank you for distilling literal centuries of information into 50 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, pleased. no problem. Be impressed. <laughs> I mean, there was this whole thing about how her husband, um, because he was uh, Prince of Spain, had to leave and go to Spain. And she was like deeply depressed that he was gone. And just throughout her life, multiple times where important people who are close to her are taken away. And um, yeah, so she had a rough go for a while in between those like false presidents. Nancy oh yeah because her husband wasn't around Mm -hmm. and she was apparently like super in love with him but he didn't know English at all and she knew a little bit of Spanish so they basically tried to speak Spanish to each other sounds like a 90-day fiance I can get behind (laughs) (laughs) in between Spanish and Latin they were able to (laughs) communicate I like how English is so fucking far gone from them. We're like, no, we'll just use Spanish and Latin. It's cool. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Man, that's bonkers to think about, too. Mm-hmm. God, I guess it was such a long time ago. Well, thank you for sharing the Mary story. You're welcome. I thought that I would capture your interest by stating right at the beginning that she was Bloody Mary, because I oh, assumed yeah. you didn't know that. Nope, I don't know those things. <laughs> <laughs> And if I did, it didn't stick. <laughs> we don't know where they're lost. So maybe we have a duplicate memory now. We don't know. <laughs> well, or this memory replaced that memory. You know, when you go to save something with the same file name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Save so it like, over. Do you want to keep both? Or like, do you want to <laughs> name this one copy of? Or... <laughs> I'd like to say oh. this one is a PDF instead. <laughs> a different file extension could work. You want to print uh, this one? <laughs> this is poop. <laughs> Let's be honest with you, though. I didn't know that that's where Bloody Mary came from either. Well, now that I know, I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the stuff that we're learning from history of going over, like going through these things with these women. It's amazing to me though, that I have not done a better job of record keeping so that I could keep those little trivia facts close because <laughs> I, I mean, if you went back and listened to our other episodes, you'd hear a bunch of them where we're just like, Whoa, yeah, oh, that's yeah. where that came from. And then I, I forget as soon as I basically published the episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the retention rate of a polished riverbed rock. So we're good to go. <laughs> We're not. We're at zero capacity. I really should should do a better job of keeping the notes that could come in handy someday. If you feel you need to, don't should yourself to death about it, though. (laughs) I know. Well, the last couple I've actually typed out over two pages of notes. So I do have those saved at least. Yeah. The first ones I was just. I was just reading. Well, from, yeah, you were willy nilly in it. I was. But hey, proud of you. And then I've now turned this into full blown book report. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Mine get printed out. 
I bring them down here and then I have a cache of them when I'm done. It's perfect. <laughs> we go into the shoebox, my iPad's on. It's great. It's a great system. <laughs> oh, with that, in addition to me doing a book report, it's also at a girl time. Wait, wait. You're going to laugh so hard at mine today. Okay. Well, Atta Girls are just when we pat ourselves on the back for something good that's happened or something that we're proud of ourselves for. Uh, we just like to end on a positive note. So, Sarah, since you've got yours ready to go, why don't you let yeah, it rip? You ready? You ready? Okay. So, Seth has a friend who does, like, um, what's it called with the cups? Cupping? Mm-hmm. Does cupping, but he also does, like, an assessment on your body. I can see where your pain is and he helps you get rid of it. So he's, he's a magic maker. I don't know, whatever we want to call him, witch doctor. Fine. So he came over and he did a free session with us just to get us acclimated and see what was going on. And he was like, your back is so fucked. You need to live in these shoes. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to buy myself new shoes right now. I just, you know, I already have a pair of gym shoes or whatever. And then I was like, no. Nope stop doing that your gym shoes are like 10 years old and they need to be thrown away and you need new ones (laughs) so I went ahead and did a little self-care and got myself a good pair of shoes and it has they've changed my life for the best (laughs) well I love that you needed an outside source to direct you into buying new shoes because you were like, I'd much rather not spend my money on shoes. I want to spend my money on other things or not spend it or whatever. Um, Rather buy food with it. And then said person goes and tells you you're not in a good spot. And you're like, but I'll be okay. And then (laughs) at some point you had a conversation with yourself and turn that around. And so I am very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> it was a very big battle. <laughs> I understand that good gym shoes are expensive. They are pricey, but they generally will last. And these were not that bad. They're only 170 bucks, 140, something like that. So it wasn't like I was going way outside of range for myself. I mean, in theory, that's about the same as I paid for the shoes I got 10 years ago. So like, take care. It's like, I tell everybody, take care of your feet and your body. Cause it's like, you got all I got. And I'm over here like, yeah, I'll be fine. It's no big deal. But like when he stretched my hip area, it's like, I felt a piece of trauma drift out of there and fly up and made me cry. And I was like, I deserve better. So it was really a whole experience. Wow. I have heard that people with tight hips store trauma there. Yeah. It was pretty remarkable experience actually. Cause you know, when that trauma gets released, you don't have any control over crying. You cry uncontrollably. Like it happens immediately. And it's almost like sometimes you get the emotion that comes with that trauma. But for me, it was just the cry release. So I was like, holy shit, that felt really good. And then immediately the floodgates, I'm like, I was like, I'm sorry, you just released some trauma. And he was like, man, it's totally fine. Apparently he had some chick. She was on the table. He stretched out her hips. She left. He got an email from her like a couple of days, weeks later. And she was like, 
you changed my entire life. I did this. I did that. I finally felt normal. I got rid of this boyfriend. Like all of these crazy life changes just from getting her hips worked on for like an hour. So yeah, I believe it. <laughs> wow. I yeah. always see people on Instagram and TikTok and stuff trying to show you videos of how you can like stretch out your hips or like do it yourself. But I'm all about paying somebody to do it for me and just ripping the bandaid off. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't even anticipating it. You know what I mean? Like it was just like taking some time off of work in the afternoon because I had time off for vacation. and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy those shoes and truly have been feeling a lot better. So good. That's amazing. Yeah, because I'm getting old. So I got to start taking care of this, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't really feel that old. I, I will either. be, huh? I don't either. Like, I don't feel old. It's just, no. it's not working right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I also spent money on myself in an unexpected way. Our friend Lisa, who's been on the podcast before, is a medium. And she posted on Facebook randomly that she had a couple of people cancel. And so then I was like, I'll take a spot. And it oh normally God, takes yay. like months to get yeah. in to see her. her schedule is technically like always booked. And this was like two days beforehand. And I was like, I'll, I'll take a spot. And so I had one of the best readings ever. Yay. It was so so on point. It was so good. And I was just like, the universe did its thing. And it was like, no, it's your turn. You need to go. This person canceled. It's like, I didn't even think about it. I just was like, I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Exactly. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. I can't wait to have a holiday Bev with you and hear all about it. (laughs) Yeah. It was so good. Yay. And normally, yeah, normally I cry during those sessions at some point because she's communicating with someone that's passed away. Um, and it can be sad or they can really, you know, show you some truths about yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it's not always fun. Really not. Um, but <laughs> this one was a little bit more lighthearted and it was like happy tears. That's so great. I love those ones. I've had those ones before. Yeah. Like all the all the tarot cards because she mixes those in two were like right on point. It was crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. Add a girl yeah. Yeah. from both of us. Yeah. At a girl, my reading was probably the same amount as your shoes. (laughs) Probably actually changed my life. No, for real, though, I don't have sciatica anymore. It's fucking crazy. Oh my god, you had sciatica? Oh, yeah, I've had it for years. Oh, what's the use of telling everybody about it? Hurts, everybody knows it fucking hurts. I'm not gonna complain. (laughs) It's gone. Wow, huh? Yeah, he (laughs) is a magic man. Jeez. Yeah. Sucky cup, doctor. (laughs) I'll get you his info. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I think anyone could probably use it. (laughs) At this rate. Yes. 
we all should vibe, <laughs> take part. Yeah. So if you guys liked what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe. If you have a hoe of history you'd like to request, you can send us an email, homancepodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Um, you can follow us. You can comment, do all the things on Instagram. <laughs> That's where we are most uh, most of the time, one of the socials. So it's at homance underscore chronicles. You can also join our closed group. If you want a little bit of naughty action, it's on Facebook, the homance chronicles, of judgment free zone. Yeah. So thanks. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Eh, homance out. Oh, it's out. <laughs> <laughs>